Konnichiwa, nihao, hola, guten tag, aloha, buongiorno, namaste, drasvutria, shalom, bonjour, and what's up? I'm Zan, and welcome to the Spyrokin Manga News Podcast, bringing you the eyes and the latest manga news for the week of Thursday, December 2nd to Wednesday, December 9th, 2021. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and check out our manga review podcast at www.spyrokin.com. And if you like what you hear, Remember to support our Patreon to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. Now, let's actually get to the news for the week. We got some good ones and some sad ones, but first let's get with the happiest one of all, because it is anniversary news. Fujiko F. Fujiko's original manga series, Doraemon, commemorated its 50th anniversary on December 1st with the unveiling of a giant bronze statue in Shibuya's Miyashita Park. The Doraemon Door to the Future monument depicts Doraemon and Nobita alongside several classic Doraemon gadgets, most prominently the Anywhere Door, which will take you anywhere you need to go. The statue took approximately two years to design and assemble from conception. It is 5.8 meters in diameter and 3.921 meters tall, with Doraemon standing 123.3 centimeters tall in comparison. Visitors are allowed to freely observe and touch the statue. Now, Ken Hasabe, the mayor of Shibuya, attended the unveiling ceremony alongside Kazuhiko Akatsu, the president of Fujiko Pro. Hasabe commented that as someone turning 50 years old next year, he has grown up alongside the Doraemon series and holds a special place in his heart. He expressed his hope that by installing the monument in Shibuya where people of all ages gather, the hope and dreams of Fujiko F. Fujio can be transmitted well into the future. In addition to installing the monument, Fujiko Pro has donated the manga artist duo's books to schools and related faculties in the Shibuya ward. Now let's get on to some con news because crazy events... Anime NYC has hit the Washington Post. You could actually read about a convention in New York in Washington. Now, why is this in the news? Is it because of some happy event that with the return of anime, now the entire world will embrace it? No. It's because it turns out that a Minnesota man who was diagnosed with the Omicron variant of COVID-19 had met up with about 35 friends at the Anime NYC convention, and about half of them have tested positive for COVID-19. The Washington Post stated that the friends traveled to the event from a variety of states. Chris Ersman, director of the Infectious Disease Epidemiology Prevention and Control Division at the Minnesota Department of Health, stated it is currently unknown if these friends who tested positive are infected with Omicron or another variant. Ersman said to the paper, we're likely to see a lot of COVID from the convention. Now, to remind everybody, because we've talked about it before... Anime NYC took place at New York City's Javits Center between November 19th and 21st. This year's Anime NYC convention required proof of COVID-19 vaccination and mask uses for all participants. Those under 12 required proof of a negative test. Organizers estimated that around 53,000 attendees came to the convention this year. Now, the Minnesota man reported mild symptoms on November 22nd and got tested on November 24th. He was informed to isolate himself from others, and his symptoms have since resolved. He was vaccinated and received a booster shot in November. Now, New York Governor Kathy Hochul urged everyone who attended Anime NYC to get tested for COVID-19. Anime NYC stated attendees will receive a call or email from the NYC Test and Trace Corps or from their local health departments with more information and recommended steps to take. Now, for those you're unaware, the Omicron variant of COVID-19 is a new strain of the disease and appears to have evolved independently from the Delta variant. The World Health Organization, or WHO, 
designates it as a variant of concern. It's the first known confirmed sample of the virus was found on November 9th and reported to the WHO from South Africa on November 24th. The first case linked to the Omicron variant in the U.S. was an individual who had recently returned from South Africa. The individual was fully vaccinated and reported mild symptoms. Now, current COVID-19 vaccines remain effective against several diseases and death. Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, and Pfizer, and BioNTech are all preparing to potentially change their vaccines to target the Omicron variant. PCR tests continue to detect infection, including infection with Omicron and Delta variants. So if you did go to Anime NYC, please get yourself tested just to be safe. We love you all. We want to make sure that you are still around, you know? And remember, best thing, be safe. Better be safe than sorry. And hopefully if all this is cleaned up, we won't have this happen ever again. Because I'm surprised because other conventions this year have been really good with their COVID prevention. This should have worked. But I don't know what happened. Especially with the whole line con thing that happened. It should have. Well, anyway. Who knows? Let's get on to some happier news. So, library news. The School Library Journal, a frequently referenced resource of information for elementary, junior high, and high school librarians, released its top 10 manga of 2021 list this Wednesday. The list, which has no numerical order, includes Boys Run the Riots by Keito Gako, Adachi and Shimamura by Hitoma Iruma and Moke Yazuhara, Kaiju Number no. 8 by Naoya Matsumoto, Pretty Boy Detective Club by Nishon and Suzuka Oda, Wondercat Q-Chan by Sasami Nitori, Keep Your Hands Off Ice Again by Sumito Owara, Shino Can't Say Her Name by Shizuo Oshima, Kageki Shoujo by Kumito Saiko, Robot Sapien Tales of Tomorrow by Turanosuke Shimada, and Mao by Rumiko Takahashi, a great list of really awesome manga series. We've actually reviewed several of them on this podcast, and several of these have been on the Wheel of Manga, and we're hoping to talk about the rest of these on the podcast for a manga review. But to all of them, congratulations, and hopefully we'll see some more awesome stuff on the list next year. So now that that's done, let's get to some licensing news. And first off, we have Cross Infinite World. I know we haven't heard from them in a while, but they have picked up a couple of new titles. And what are the titles that they have picked up? Well, first off, we've got I'd Rather Have a Cat Than a Harem, reincarnated into the world of an Otome game as a cat-loving villainess. This is by Kozuzu Kabota and Hinano Chano. Now... Cats are better than harems. I've been reincarnated into the world of an Otome game, and what? My mom did too. Even my dad and my older brother. Meet Amy, the daughter of the Earl of Northland. Her entire family has been reincarnated as the aristocrat Northland family. In an attempt to amicably remove herself as a candidate for the third prince's fiancé, which would certainly cement her position as the game's villainess, Amy has taken drastic measures, eating tons of food and just enjoying life at her mother's suggestion. With this reincarnation, Amy has been given a precious second chance at life. And this time, nothing, not even an Otome game, is going to stop her from fulfilling her dream. Amy wants a cat. Next, we have Reflections of Another World by Hiroko Kurimoto and Vinegar. I know, Vinegar, crazy name for an artist, but it is what it is. High schooler Yura's world is literally turned upside down when she's pulled through a mysterious mirror and into the strange land of Tolkien a world of magic and fantasy where opinions of beauty are reversed. Now the girl who was bullied for her looks is beloved and adored for those same traits. 
while the knight she finds incredibly handsome is abhorred for his. Facing this mysterious new reality, Yura must decide if she wants to return home to normalcy or embrace the distorted views of this new war-torn world. Next we have So You Want to Live the Slow Life, A Guide to Life in the Beastly Wilds by Furoyu and Yuki Nekozuki. Mikuro Moria expected a quiet and peaceful life in the forest when he inherited his great-grandfather's house and enormous orchard. Someone had to keep the family business running, so he quit his job and decided to live off the land. But this house isn't in any old forest. It's deep in the beastly wilds, an area off-limits to most humans. For the wilds are home to the beast folk, neither human nor animal, but something in between. It isn't long before Makura meets his new neighbors and makes a pact with a girl with chipmunk gears that will change his life forever. Will Makura get to live the slow life, or is it more trouble than it's worth? All these seem very cool. Next, we have Seven Seas. They've licensed three new manga series. First off, we have Seventh Time Loop. The villainess enjoys a carefully life married to her worst enemy, or Loop Nana Kami no Akuyakure Joa Moto Tekoku de Jiu Kimamana Hanayome Sekatsu wo Mankitsusuro. And this is by Toko Amakawa, Hinoki Kino, and Wan Hichipisu. If you think being reincarnated once is a big deal, try seven times. From lowly pharmacist to embattled knight, Rishi has lived many lives. This time around, she's determined to live in the lap of luxury, but there's just one catch. To make her extravagant dreams come true, she has to marry the prince who killed her in one of her previous lives. It's going to take every one of her skills she's honed over multiple lifetimes to accomplish this goal. Our second title is Crossplay Love, Otaku X Punk, or Joshita... Mendo kose koto ni nateru nekeru to Yankee no Ryu Katamomoi, and this is by Toru Shimiu. Now, Shumei has a problem. He's in love with a girl who works at a maid cafe, but he's too cool to go to a place like that without being embarrassed. But girls can go to maid cafes without seeming creepy, right? When he dresses in feminine clothes and transforms himself into Mei, he could finally walk into the place to meet the girl of his dreams, the lovely blonde Hana. Meanwhile, Hane, an inverted otaku who is uncomfortable talking to people unless he's dressed in feminine clothes himself. While decked out in his best dresses, he works at a maid cafe and finds himself crushing on a young woman who regularly comes to visit him, a cool beauty named May. In this delightful LGBT plus rom-com, two young people in love are about to find out a lot about each other and themselves. A little different. And then last and not least, we have SHWD by Sonon. The year is 20XX. Tough but idealistic, Koga has just joined the Tokyo branch of SHWD, the Special Hazardous Waste Disposal Unit, responsible for eradicating mysterious biological weapons that are left behind after the Great War. Her mentor is Sawada, a woman with a powerful psyche who complements Koga's physical prowess. Something is sizzling between the two of them, and it's more than just a shared mission. Together, these two badass women must team up to confront horrors beyond their wildest dreams. So we have action, comedy, and an izakai. Uh, last thing we do have is one new license by Udon Entertainment. Yes, I know, Udon is releasing. It's called Summertime Rendering by Yasuki Tanaka. And the story of this manga is a tragic incident calls a young man named Senpei back to his hometown on the remote island of Higochima, Japan. But something sinister awaits upon his return, and a chilling sequence of events unfolds that we will have dire consequences for Shinpei, for Japan, and for the entire world. 
So that is all of our licensing news for the week. And just to reiterate, Summer Rendering by Udon Publishing is going to be released in print sometime in 2022. It's to be announced. Seventh Time Loop is going to be released by Seven Seas Entertainment in digital and print in September 2022. Cross Play Love in SHWD are going to be released by SSE, Seven Seas Entertainment, in digital and print in August of 2022. Even Dogs Go to Other Worlds and Reflections of Another World are going to be released by Cross Infinite World in March of 2022. And So You Want to Live a Slow Life is going to be released by Cross Infinite World digitally in February 2022. And I'd Rather Have a Cat Harem by Cross Infinite World in digital release will be January 2022. So those are our licenses. So let's actually just finish up with some basic updates in the manga world of Japan. First off, this upcoming spring 2022, Takashi Murakami's Pino manga will have a special epilogue chapter released in Futabasha's manga action magazine. The near future sci-fi manga's story centers on Hana, a woman who works in a pharmaceutical company, and her regular correspondence with the titular Pino, a robot equipped with an AI. Pino is tasked as a caretaker of the animals that the company regularly used for medical trials, but one day Pino undergoes an expected change. The full manga compiled book volumes will also ship in the spring for this wonderful series that is truly wondrous. In March 2022, Akira Hiromoto, who created Prison School and Raw Hero, will launch a new as yet untitled manga that was teased as a traditional romantic comedy. That's laughable because I don't think that Akira Hiromoto can do traditional romantic comedies. If he can, that will be shocking. Actually, I might want to check that out, but we'll wait and see what it is. But anyway, it's going to be released in Kodansha's monthly Shonen magazine. On December 28th, Koshi Rikudo is going to be publishing a new 60-page one-shot chapter for his Excel Saga manga. It's been 25 years since the series came out. Hail Il Palazzo! The original series started in 1996 and ended in 2011 with 27 compiled book volumes. And for those who are unfamiliar with the insanity that is Excel Saga, it is a parody series about a cross, an organization that wants to just take over one city instead of the entire world because it'll be too hard, and the two employees... You have our main character, Excel Excel, a hyperactive, kind of dim-witted main character who's kind of immortal, but not really, who does the stupidest things possible. And then you have Hyatt, her friend who constantly dies over and over and over again, then comes back like Kenny in South Park. These two have to help create the machinations of Lord Il Palazzo to make sure that he can rule the world. Will they succeed? Well, hopefully this 60-page one-shot will fix things. I'm actually excited for this. Next news, from December 27th to spring of 2022, Shogakuken's weekly Big Comic Spirits magazine will launch six new manga. First off, we have Otona no Zaku Kaibien, which is going to be released by Kei Ito, and that's released on the 27th of December. Then we have Le Servine by Kosuke Hamada, being released January 8th. Then you have Gambaryonka Masaka-chan by... Masaru Miyazaki and Osamu Oda being released January 24th, 2022. Then we have Malga Zutomiteru, which is the temporary title by Hiroshi Noda and Mayashu Fukushima. This can be released sometime in spring of 2022. Then we have Mushoku no Gaku Shogukyo Kyorenku de no Tujuni Nikon by Takahara Seki, 
And this is going to be released in spring of 2022. And then finally we have Ikiden Dashi Project by Shin Takashi releasing in spring of 2022. What are these mangas about? We have no idea, but we're going to have to wait and see if they're worth it or not. Because Weekly Big Comic Spirits Magazine does release some very interesting and unique works. Anyway, next. On Christmas Day, December 25th, the manga adaptation of Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works by Tsuki Moriyama will launch in Katakawa's monthly comic Dengeki Dao magazine. So more Fate Stay Night and more Saber for you for Christmas. Next we have on December 9th, uh, Yuji Moritaka and Keiji Adachi launched Gorozen Dai League Hen, or Gorozen Big League Arc. It is a new story in the Gorozen manga series. Now, for those of you who are unaware of this series, Moritaki and Keiji Adachi's Gorozeni manga focuses on a baseball team that operates on a highly stratified society where the player's performance determines his annual salary. The story follows an eight-year relief pitcher with an odd left-handed sidearm throw named Natsusoku Bonda as he fights to survive under the Team Strict system. In this new story, Bonda heads to America to join the Major League Baseball team, the Boston Blue Sox. I know, crazy, especially funny because now I live near Boston, so it's weird seeing Blue Sox and Red Sox. But anyway, this is going to be released in Kodansha's Morning Magazine. On December 7th, Katakawa's Fumitsu.com site launched the first chapter of a manga adaptation of Cyber Connect 2's Fuga Melodies of Steel or Senjo no Fuga game. This manga will be drawn by Takafumi Adachi. Then finally, on December 6th, Seishi Kishimoto launched his Monster Life in the Earth Monster no Usa manga. Now this is being released on Dana's Manga Box app, and the manga is set in a dangerous world and centers on a doctor who heals monsters of the sick and injuries. Will it be good? Will it be bad? Well, you gotta read, check it out. And that is the manga news for the week. What was your favorite bit of news? I have to admit, finding out about the Anywhere Dural being made into a real thing is kind of cool. Well, either way, let me know. Email me at zanspiker.com. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. As usual, I'm Zan, I'm Gonsville, and keep reading manga. See you next week.